We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Brian, so like I said, there was nine new scholarship offers that were extended, 2024, 2025, and 2026. We really wanted to talk about 2024 because I think that there were a couple extremely interesting offers with a lot of context that we can hit on here, and including one player who we're going to start out with that is actually on campus yesterday and was still on campus today. We're expecting him to be there until about 4 o'clock Eastern time. That is Tenny, uh, That is Teddy Rezac who is a linebacker out of Westside High School in the state of Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska, to be exact. Listed 6'4", 190 pounds, again, 2024 linebacker. If you watch his film, plays safety, plays linebacker, plays wide receiver. He does a little bit of everything for Westside. So, Brian, this one's a very interesting one because this has all happened very quickly. Was yeah. offered. Al Golden was out there on Thursday to see Teddy. Then on Saturday, they offered him officially, and he put it out, obviously, in the universe publicly. And then on Sunday, he's going to visit the University of Notre Dame. So this is clearly a player to get very familiar with if you're a Notre Dame fan. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, I mean, look, you don't have to be like a rocket scientist to figure out that this one is moving kind of quickly. It's its an interesting story, Ryan, and we're going to talk a little bit about, about the offer and, and what we think of it and just kind of where it's coming from. And And this is a very hotly debated offer. Right. I mean, there's a lot of fans who aren't fired up about it. Some for good reason, some just because they do nothing but look at offer list and stars, which is fine, you know, but I don't pay much attention to those. But there are some people that look at the film and say, I'm not sure. And, and that's fair. That's very fair. It's an interesting one because um, we're going to talk about what we think about about the offer and about Teddy as a player. But I think the thing that people need to understand about this, Ryan, or not, I don't think, I know the thing that what people need to understand about this one is. This is not a reaction to something. This is not a, I've heard people say it's a panic high. It's a panic offer. It's a lazy offer. It's none of those things. You may not like it. And we're going to find out if it's good, if it's a good offer down the road. And this isn't necessarily to defend the offer. This is simply to say this offer came from work. And what you have to understand a little bit about the backstory of this offer is they have been aware of Teddy for a while because they offered several months ago, what, two months ago now, right? They yeah. offered his high school teammate in the 2025 class, Christian Jones, who's, who's a, a stud, a, by the way, really good in middle yeah. linebacker. I, I see him as a Mike, Ryan. Do you see him yes. as a Mike? Agree. 6'3, 215, thumper, can run, really good football player. Yep. And so they've known about Teddy for a while. And it was one of those things where as they kept breaking down Christian, this kid kept popping. And so you you look at the film and you're like, okay, I don't I don't understand. It's this kid's athletic, this kid's tall. What 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 what's what's there to learn about the offer list, right? Yeah. So Notre Dame continues to do their due diligence. Al Golden goes out there to the high school. He does background on the kid. He looks at the grades, all that kind of stuff to see like, is there a reason why this kid is not getting offers? And then, you know, you get you get kind of you talk to the coaches and you get more feedback on his actual size and and those type of things because I, I don't believe you're able to actually meet the kids now I think you're this is still one of those times where you can go to the schools but you can't like talk to kids or anything like right. that so you, you talk you, to people you can that see, you can see him from a distance but you can't talk sure to yeah and you point. can't do yeah. like the bump thing right all that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff but you know yeah. you talk to people that you trust and you say okay what's this kid's size really and Notre Dame got some verified sizes on him. I think he's well over 6'3", 33-inch arms, which is pretty long for a linebacker. And they've been – they now, he claims to run a 4'4'8". What I have been told by sources is they have a verified 4'5'2 on him. Which is great. So he can run. I mean, he can really run. And and so you look at it and say, but why is he only, why does he only have offers from what, Boston College? And now Boston Notre College Dame, and then the military schools. And that's yeah. the interesting thing that I just I don't understand, because, look, you could debate if you see a Notre Dame caliber kid, but it's odd that like he doesn't have packs 12 schools coming after him. So I don't really know what the deal is. It's one of those weird ones. And the other thing is, you can say, well, you know, maybe maybe he's just not being being looked at um, as someone who. um I don't you, you just you, all these different things you look at and, and then you say, but. 
he goes to one of the best high schools in the state of Nebraska. I mean, a, a well-recruited high school. It's yes. not like, you know, with, with a heavily coveted 2025 linebacker with a, so I don't really know what to make of it, Ryan. I don't, I don't it's have weird, any justification right? for it, any it's explanation weird. for it. I, I, I don't get it, yeah. but all I can assure you, and we can debate, is this a good offer or not? And there's a lot of fair opinions that people can have on this one because Ryan and I are a little bit torn on it. Both of us, not, not torn with each other, just both a little torn on it. Yeah. But all I can say is, is like it or not, whether it works out or not, this is a, an offer that came from work, right? And in an evaluation. Now, it may end up being an incorrect evaluation. It may end up being a great evaluation. You're like, wow, what a great, uh, smart, so good that you guys got on this kid early. We've talked about Brandon Hillman being a guy like that, that the staff got on before everybody else. There's been several kids like that that Notre Dame's been able to get on really before they blew up. Remember last year they got on Ben Minich when he had a very unimpressive offer list, and then he kind of blew up. They got on a Don Schuler before he had a really impressive offer list, and then he kind of – and Georgia comes and Ohio State comes and Bama comes and all those teams offered later. So, you know, it, it's an interesting one, but it's one that they feel that they've done the valuation. And, and – and I and so I tried to do some digging on this and find out is this because you faded with Chris Cole? Is it because you faded with Chris, you know, Kingston Viliama Asa? Is it because you faded with Bodie Cahoon and and Brian Huff? And what I'm told is it has nothing to do with any of that. They just really like this kid. And they and, and once they were able to get out there and 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 just kind of talk to people at the school and and really do their background on the kid, they're just like, boy, this we know that this is gonna and they know how this offer is gonna be perceived trust me they're very well aware i don't care they're just like the 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 film is what it is and we can't we can't you know we can't ignore that right and so that's kind of that's the background on where this offer came from ryan that i just i felt it was important to add some context to this one yeah and um yeah it's and honestly i think what it does is it gives them a little bit more breathing room in regard to how this is going to fill out now i mean how this class is going to fill out right and so now it's like okay you needed to try to get three of the dudes that you were recruiting and there was like what four on the board so it was we yeah you know now it's like okay this gives you a little bit of a breathing room a little bit more breathing room to where now you only really got to get two of them to get to your numbers and then you're taking a flyer on a kid like this that's that's basically what this is ryan is you're taking a flyer on a kid that no not a lot of other people are on and hoping that it works out and we'll find out if it does or doesn't. Ryan and I'll dive into the film a little bit and and give our our personal opinions on it. But um, it, it it is it's an intriguing offer for sure. But I just wanted people to understand that they did their due diligence on this one. I, I don't know how I feel about it, but let's just dive into it, Ryan. Here's how yeah. I felt about it. I watched the kids' sure. film. I see kid it can really run. I don't. I, I would have some like if I was a Notre Dame coach, I'd want to see the kid in person. Right. And that's partly why they brought him on campus this week is they want to be able to size him up like, OK, is he really six fours? He really one ninety. What's his frame like? And and then that's going to have a big impact on whether or not they push for a commitment for him. They want to see, you know, get Matt Bayless, get eyes on him, measure him and all that other kind of stuff. And that's going to really tell us a lot about how the Notre Dame staff feels. That's why they wanted to get him on campus so quickly so they could kind of measure him up. But, you know, my first thought was there's two ways to look at this, and I'm not quite sure how how to look at it number one is well this is a kid you could take much later down the road is is kind of my first thought right but then the other thought is but if you're sold on the kid 
do you really want to wait until everybody else and their mother now is involved with them before you make your push? I think that's the, that's the back and forth that this staff had to do with themselves is if the kid meets everything that we look for, do we want to take them now or do we want to wait till everybody else gets involved? And I think what the staff is going to decide this week based on how the visit goes, he was on campus, what, yesterday into today, correct, Ryan? Yep, yesterday, and then he is going to be here until about 4 o'clock Eastern time yeah. today is the plan. Yep. So it's kind of like, well, let's size him up. Let's see. Let's 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 put him through the same ringer that we've put all these other linebackers and see how he stacks up physically. Because yep. the film the film for them pops, and, and I, I like the film quite a bit as well. I, I have questions. I'm, the film is impressive to me as a, as, a high, as a football player, right, just looking at a high school football player. The question I have is, does that does that translate to a place like Notre Dame? That's right. really that's my question. Does the size translate? Does does he have the frame to get up to 215, 220, 225, which is they're recruiting him as a rover, just for the yep. record. That's the position they see him at. Does that does that translate? Can he add 20 pounds and still be a four five two? Right. I mean, does he have the power to me uh to to kind of take that 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 physicality step those are all questions that i have about how his great game translates ryan but the one thing that you see on film and we'll pop it up here in a second is he can run i mean that that that, that's not debatable there's a lot of things about this young man that are that are debatable that are worth having a discussion but speed is not one of them in my opinion yeah no i mean he's he's got some range to him he's got a little bit of length to him obviously like it it doesn't take a good eye to see that he's a pretty tall kid right and he's got some length to him and covers a decent amount of ground so there are definitely some things to like about teddy i just i i and i know we're on the same page on this one for the most part right it's that it's just projection like there's a lot of projection that needs to happen to this one right like there's just a lot he's a skinny kid right now what is what is what is he going to be able to carry on his frame? Because there are some athletic gifts to work through, work with, right? It's just oh, yes. about the next step, right? The next step. How much weight can you put on this frame? Is he a will eventually if he's able to gain enough weight? Like there's just that. That's just my, there's a little bit of unknown yeah. with this kid, in my opinion. That's all. Yeah, I think so. Let, like you mentioned, Ryan. Let's let's kind of as we work through the film here, a couple things that that we notice on film that stands out. Number one, like you said, he is long and he yep. is fast. But he also he is skinny, right? And that's that's the kind of a question that I have. You'll see from film he plays all over the place and plays like this. You really see a smooth athlete that can that can run. He's not a he's not a afraid to he's not afraid to hit people. It's just I don't see. Here's the thing: I see a kid that more that looks more like a Kennedy Erlacher hit wise as opposed to a linebacker, right? right. And and Kennedy is a very willing tackler, but he doesn't just destroy people when he hits them like Zeke Mata did, right? And and that's that's the same thing with Teddy is he doesn't crush people when he hits them, right? And and like Nolan Ziegler did, Ziegler did when he was a junior. When Nolan would hit people in space, they, they'd go down. But you also see from the film here that that he's pretty fast. You know, this I think is this the play where he yeah, this is the play where you yeah. see him pursuing backside and you're like, boy, that, that kid's got some closing speed, Ryan. Yeah, but yeah, then it, I looked at it. Go ahead, Ry. 
Oh, no, I was just going to say, and and again, like working in space, there's a lot of really cool things. Because, I mean, it, it's a testament to him. I know it's, it's, again, it makes it a muddled projection sometimes when a guy plays so many different spots. But, I mean, they're asking him to play mid-hole safety. They're asking him to play right. rover. They're asking him to play inside the box at times. They're asking him to play wide receiver. Here he is on the edge having to be, right. basically work this through a, a speed really option. really smart I mean, play. Yeah. 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 Kind Keep of slow on. play at the speed option and lays out the quarterback, forces kind of a late pitch. I mean, there's there's a lot to like here, man. There's a right. lot. It's just, yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing I see. I, I see a lot of linebacker skill in him. But I see a kid that's instinctive, a kid that's fundamentally sound. He's a willing hitter. I just, we got to see if he can fill out. I see the kid that can really run. I mean, that's an instinctive play there. He, you know, reads the quarterback's eyes. He gets his hands up, bats it down. You see a kid on offense that shows a real – I mean, look at that first step off the line. That's impressive. I mean, if we're talking about a a wide receiver, what's one thing we talk about at receiver? We like kids that don't have a lot of wasted motion off the snap and guys that drive off that lead foot. This is as good of a a stance and start as I've seen recruiting – evaluating receivers in this class, Ryan. Yep. Right. As far as just nice nice little rocker step outside to set him up for the post. Yeah, and he sticks it. You see the acceleration coming out of the break. The the point being, like, this is – this is – a kid that knows how to play football, right? This is a kid that's a football player. I see a kid that can run. I see a kid that's instinctive. The question, the, the problem that I have is I also see a kid that looks like a safety yeah. body type wise. And that's what I think Notre Dame is trying to figure out right now. Cause a couple things. Number one is when we saw Bryant young or Bryce young as a junior in high school, yeah. we saw a kid that was about 215 pounds. Yes. When I saw Bryce young as a, as a, as a, just, couple months later in January, he was up to 240. When we saw Bryce Young in, in April, a couple months after, three months after that, he was up to 250. Kids grow and develop. And that's the thing that I wonder if if is happening with Notre Dame is, is they've kind of gotten out and now they've seen him, got him on campus. If they're like, this kid's, maybe he has filled out. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. But I think that's going to determine whether or not Notre Dame makes a really hard push for this. This is a nice play too. You see some, some athleticism here, some good balance here. He just He's not a thumper. Here he is playing in the back end. Really nice, clean footwork. Good plant and drive. Good reroute. Good, really good closing speed on the receiver there. Yeah, and I look for I look forward to hearing not only obviously how the visit went today, and we'll have more of that at boards.irishbreakdown.com later. But I also am looking forward to hearing what he weighed in at. You know how right. that weight has been developing this offseason. I think that's a big indicator to your point, Brian, because we have to remember. This is a high school junior. He's still got a whole senior year to play, man. Another year of development right. before he would even come to South Bend if he ultimately really does clean. choose Notre Dame. So, this like, there's a really, lot There's a lot of time here. It's a really clean speed out cut right here, Ryan. All right, like I said, the kid knows what he's doing. Gets back downhill. Like, look, he rounds it off. But watch him. Watch where he makes his cut, and then watch where he ends up catching a ball. Right? Yeah. That's a really nice out cut right there. You got to round it off because it's a speed cut, not a plant. But then you work back downhill. It's really fluid. I mean, look, the kid can run. There's there's some things on there I like, Ryan, and there's some things on there that just say, boy, I don't I don't know, man. Is this is this really a guy that's going to get you to the next level as an a, as an athlete? Yeah, he is. Is this a guy that's going to get you to the next level as a as a instinctive player? Yeah, he is. Is this a guy that has the physicality and force and frame to to be to be able to hold up against the Georges, the Bamas, the that I don't know. Right. That's really what it comes down to. Is that right there? Yep. Ryan, because look, I, I've said this before. I've 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 recruited kids to the one double A level that athletically, I, I I've said this before. My receivers I had at Christopher Newport, they would go work out with like UVA's DBs during the summer, and they would put work in on them. 
because athletically, you know, they could compete. That what they where they couldn't compete is when you put the pads on and it came down to strength and physicality and things like that, right? They just weren't big enough or strong enough to play at that level. But yeah. this is that's that's my question with this kid is I mean, this is a really this is a nice route. This is, this is an athletic and his brother's the quarterback here too. So I mean, they they are yeah. so on the same page. It's not even <laughs> funny, you know what I mean? And you can tell they're they're related with that. That that's like when uh, Peyton Manning was a sophomore in high school. Ar- Arch was a um, Archie was a or not Archie. I'm sorry. Cooper was a senior that year, and they said that Peyton completed 120 passes. Brian and 80 of them were to Cooper yeah. Manning that year. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's what we got going on. Yeah, you yeah. see a lot of that for sure. I do love the fact this is a nice play too. This redirect shows he's he's a pretty good lateral athlete too, Ryan. Yeah. Good balance redirect closes quickly athletically i don't really have a lot of question marks ryan i I really don't i mean this is he's one of the best athletes they have i think the only the only linebacker that i would say is shows more range that's on the board now than this kid is chris cole that's it i mean and and but you know the difference is chris cole looks about an inch taller and longer and has a, a frame that i that projects a lot more and that's that's really the difference. And and a buddy of mine asked me, he goes, Well, hey, if you take this kid, do you have to stop recruiting Chris Cole? And I was like, No, I don't think so, because we've always felt that Chris Cole is a rover now, but is a guy that could grow into a will. Yeah. Where this kid more is to me more of a true rover as as of right now, depending on what we see from the frame. But there's a there's a lot of talent here, Ryan, athletically. Well, and, and you I, guys I think, can see it in the film. I think that's a great point though, Brian, is that I think that one thing that I'm really curious about, and it would change my opinion on this offer a lot, is dependent upon who the other linebackers in the class end up sure. being, right? Because so, if sure. you still get if you get Kingston, Villian, Moasa, Chris Cole, and then this kid, I'm good, man. I'm right. good. I can take that. I'd be okay with that, right? It's just I, I I'm just curious if they do end up with Teddy in the class if they stop recruiting somebody else and like what the board. No, I was told no. Like. I was told no. I was told that this this is what I was told, Ryan, and I actually was doing this digging before while you guys were uh, yeah. doing your other stuff. I was I was trying to do some more digging on this, and I was told this is not in reaction to um, them like losing ground with somebody else, or that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna drop anyone. Now, obviously, there's one less spot for all the guys that are recruiting. Correct? Exactly. Right. Yeah. But there's nobody else that they view as a pure rover. And that's how they view this kid is as a pure rover. Right. And Chris Cole, they view as a rover, but a, and, and much, very much in the Jaden Osbury, Jalen Sneed role of rover early that then grows into a will. Right. Because Chris Cole is going to be 225, 230 before easy. He, before e, e, like yeah. early in yeah. his career, right? And you had a chance yeah. to see him at the uh, at the uh, Blue Gold game, correct? Wasn't he one yeah. of the kids that you had? He's got yeah. a really nice frame. Yeah, he's got to really be at least nice he's got to be at least 210, 215 right now. So like, yeah, he's gonna outgrow to, pretty quick. To keep him in at rover size, you know, 215, 220, you'd have to keep him from gaining weight in the weight right. program at Notre Dame. And so I think eventually he he becomes more of an inside guy as well. So I think what this does, Ryan, is I think this obviously means there's there's just there's gonna be less room. Yeah. What I what I under what if he commits now, right? And I mean, we we feel that Notre Dame is in a pretty great spot here. I mean, the kid told you Notre Dame was his dream offer. Yes. I mean, sort of you, a dream you, offer. It's <laughs> obviously his biggest offer right now right. as well, right? Right. Like, and again, right. let's read the tea leaves here, guys. Right. I mean, he gets offered on Saturday and he's on a visit on Sunday. 
Right. We can use common sense on this one. Right. right? We can use a little bit of common sense. And and let me just, yeah, let me just tell you that it does not, it's not cheap to fly out of Nebraska to South Bend uh, when you have about a 48 hour head, you know, heads up or notice at best. Right. I mean, at best. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's obviously, there's obviously some, some, some thought here of, of kind of how, how they see, he does have a brother, uh, at air force. So who is, um, uh, sort of a linebacker safety type, right? He's six one one ninety. I believe he's a walk on. I could be, I could be wrong on that, Ryan. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent certain of, about that. I, I, I think he's a walk on, but I could be completely wrong on that. So don't, don't hold me to that. I'm actually going to look that up here real quick, but, uh, see if he was a guy that signed. Yeah, it looks like he was a walk-on, yeah. Gotcha. So anyway, that that's a little bit about Dominic Rizak. I, I mean, that's his brother's Dominic Rizak, Teddy Rizak. Yep. It, it's an intriguing offer, Ryan, and, and I'm back and forth on it, to be completely honest with you. At, at time, like, There's at times where you and I are talking, and you're like, mm, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I see this, and then we'll talk 10 minutes later, and you're like, you know, I really like this. And I'm like, yeah, but I have questions about this. Yes. It's a, yes. Here's what it is at the end of the day. It's a risky, it's a risky offer. It's an offer that you're either going to say, in three or four years, you're going to say one of two things. Wow, what a great find. What a yeah. great find. Or B, you're going to say, what the heck were you thinking? Did you not see, did you not read the tea leaves? Like he didn't have any kind of offer list, he, you know, or it's going to be a guy that you're like, man, this staff knows how to find some gems, right? Like I remember yeah. when when Clemson took uh, Isaiah Simmons. Now look, Isaiah Simmons ended up having a much better, I mean, a much, he had offers from from Michigan and Minnesota, Nebraska. But early on, when Clemson got on him, he did not have that, you know, that that great offer list. But he was this kid, three star kid from out in Nebraska or uh, Kansas that nobody really heard of. Yeah. I don't see that in this kid. But my my point is, is I remember when Notre Dame Mike Elko first got on Jeremiah Usukoromoa. Notre Dame fans like, who? Who's that guy? <laughs> We're beating Virginia and Michigan State and Wake Forest for kids now. Really? And uh, it turned out pretty What's- well. Wasn't Drew Tranquil was committed to Purdue as a three star as well yeah. at the time, right? So right. I mean, it, it right. happens. I I will say this, Do, uh, Teddy. I almost called him Dominic. Now that's all because <laughs> it's of you, my bad. Way. It's his older brother. That's my bad. It's my bad. Ted- Sorry, Teddy. Sorry, Rezac Ted- family. Teddy Rezac did also get an offer from Missouri yesterday, which obviously is an SEC school. So I'm sure that there will be some more. Right. Offers look, now that Notre Dame's offered, now that Notre yeah. Dame's offered, if he doesn't commit in the next 24 to 48 hours, you're going to see him get six, seven offers the next week. That's just how oh, it easy. goes. Easy. Yeah. So it, it was funny. That, so little little backstory. When Notre Dame uh, started going after Brandon Hillman, he didn't have much of an offer list. So there were some people that kind of leaked that Notre Dame liked the kid. And within a week, Tennessee, Virginia Tech, Virginia, like a dozen yeah. schools offered him. And then, you know, and, and that's just kind of how it goes. Because it's it's like, you know about the kid, but you're like, well, I don't need to offer him right now. Because you know, and then all of a sudden Notre Dame offers or somebody offers and it starts to run. That happens all the time with kids like yes. this. Now that won't happen if he commits early, you know, if, if that, if that does in fact happen, but yeah, if he doesn't commit right away, you'll see some schools get it. And you may see some schools still try to get involved Yeah, always and try to say, Oh, you know, they're going to over recruit you and they're going to do this. They're going to do that. And you'll still see some of that stuff. I mean, we saw a Don Schuler get an offer from Georgia while he's committed to Notre Dame for like a year at that point, yeah. right? Like it happens. Yeah. It happens. Ohio yeah. state offered after he committed, of course. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I remember Cooper Flanagan got an offer from Alabama 
And uh, after he'd come in Notre Dame, or oh god, I, I don't know, man, I don't know, he might go to Alabama. I'm like, all right, come, calm down, folks. And uh, and uh, Owen Wafel had an Oklahoma offer soon after he had committed to Notre Dame. And well, then when so, he visited, yeah. people lost their minds. It was just like, <laughs> you know, he's oh, with his best friend that goes there now. So yeah, yeah, it's always how it happens, man. Yeah. But, so that's Teddy Brzezak. Again, he's on campus yesterday on Sunday. He's on campus today. We'll have an update at boards.irishbreakdown.com and on the site at some point, most likely tonight. So make sure to stay locked in there. Brian, it was not the only impressive 2024 player to get offered this past week, though. So I wanted to hit on a couple of these guys. I want to start with Xavier Robinson, who is a running back out of Cal Carl Albert excuse me, High School in the state of Oklahoma. We hit on him a little bit last week because he got offered earlier in the week, but he's 6'2", 225-pound running back, had something like 40-something total touchdowns last year as a junior, nearly 3,000 yards rushing, big hoss of a running back. And I know some people were asking, you know, you have a couple official visitors of running backs coming up pretty soon in June. You got Kedron Young coming. You got Anthony Carey coming. Uh, things not going well the things can't be going well right that's why you're offering Xavier Robinson they must right. be hurting but it turns out they just offered a really good football player Mike well I think that this is it's kind of it's kind of interesting you know I think part of that reaction by fans is because they've been following Notre Dame recruiting for the last 20 years in fairness Ryan because what would happen is Notre Dame would put all their eggs in a small basket and they wouldn't start offering kids until they felt they were losing those kids right and which is fair but what this staff has done is they're like, hey, look, you aren't committed. And that's why they have this new silent commitment policy where basically you can silently commit all you want. And sure, we'll take it, but we're not going to stop recruiting your position until you go public and stop taking visits. They learned their lesson last year. And so basically until a kid stops, shuts his recruitment down, we're going to keep recruiting that position. And so, you, yes, you like where you are with Anthony Carey and especially Kedron Young, but it's not a given you're going to get either one of those kids and they need a second back. So do you yeah. – do you not offer this kid now and then let him go commit to Oklahoma? Or do you try to say, hey, let's throw our hat in the ring and hopefully we can convince this kid to slow his recruitment down? And what happened about two days after he committed to, he got offered by Notre Dame? Slowed it he down. He said, hey, I'm going to now take, because the, the report was what we had been told by some of the people that we talked to is that he was about to commit to Oklahoma here very soon. Yes. No, Dylan McCullough goes out to the high school, lets the staff there know, lets everybody know, hey, we really are interested in this kid. We have genuine interest in this kid. Uh, they did their homework on the academic side of things, the person. Because what they'll do on these visits, Ryan, they don't just go sit and say, hey, talk to the coach and we love this kid. They'll talk to teachers. They'll talk to guidance counselors. They'll talk to – like I remember I had one guy like, we'll talk to the lunch lady. We'll talk to people, the janitor, to find out, like, does this kid treat people – with respect that he does he, that there's no other reason that he should other than just he's that kind of kid right and that's what a lot of these events are about it's it's you know i can't meet with the kid but we're going to talk to people to try to find out what kind of young man are we going to recruit into our program you know and so uh, everything went great with the evaluation of xavier in that regard and then notre dame offers him and next thing you know he's like you know what i'm going to slow my recruitment down yep. he announces he's going to take official visits to oklahoma oklahoma state and tcu now he hasn't announced he's going to take an official visit to Notre Dame yet Notre Dame's still fighting for that but I think this offer kind of helped him realize like hey I, I want to make sure I do my due diligence and I think that that helped Notre Dame get in the mix but it's what they're doing Ryan is that's this that's this staff in my opinion recruiting how you're supposed to recruit until a kid commits and ends his recruitment then you know you're you, you've got to keep you've got to keep recruiting and and even if you feel good about where you stand 
And that's, um, I mean, I mean, because like, look, if you look at it, like Notre Dame when they first offered Isaiah Canyon was in a pretty good spot with several receivers. They were, and they just kept scouring and kept scouring, and then they came across as Isaiah Canyon kid, and they're like, "Holy moly, this is a dude!" Had they stopped recruiting receivers and just settled on the guys they were already good a place with, then they don't offer him. And when I did my up, upside grades for the offensive class, I have Isaiah Canyon third on the the, the current grade. I have CJ Carr one, Cam Williams two, and Isaiah Canyon three, all top hundred kids. But Isaiah Canyon's number one on my upside. Great, Ryan. I mean, and I've talked to people that whose opinions I respect on football and respect on evaluating this position, and they've said no, hundred percent. Like that kid's ceiling is enormous, and that's that's why Georgia's trying to push for him now, and that's why Florida yeah. State pushed for him now, and and Notre Dame's going to have to fight, you know, to to hold on to him just like they do all their commitments. But that's what you do. You keep recruiting. You keep recruiting. You keep recruiting. And I think that's what this staff is doing. And and I and I love it, but I think it's taking some some getting used to from Notre Dame fans because that's not the normal, you know, operating procedure from the way it's been for a long time, where they put small group of off of kids are actually recruiting and then they wouldn't start offering new guys until they re- realize they weren't going to get another guy. Yep. But uh it also, Ryan, as you mentioned, I I love the point you made. It didn't take it doesn't take very long watching the film to realize like, oh. This is this is a kid that you're like, okay, I get it. Yes. I get why they offered this kid. So let's put this sucker up. Because I do think they want a bigger back in this class to, to co- co- go with Aeneas Williams. They want a guy that brings some size. Anthony Carey's not a huge back, but he runs with really good authority. Yep. And, of course, Keedron Young's a monster. I love Keedron Young. But this kid's a good football player, a really yeah. good football player. And, again, if you are joining us a little late, we're talking about Xavier Robinson, who is a running back out of Carl Alberts High School in the state of Oklahoma that was offered by Notre Dame early last week. I mean, yeah, Brian, like the, the things that popped to me is long speed is not tremendous, but I really think that he has good stop start though, man. Like he gets to his top speed really well, in my opinion, and he is physical, man. He's got really like good that, balance too. Yes. Yes. And he's 6'2", 225 pounds. So he's more in that. I mean, he's a little taller than what Audric Estime is, but he's mm. in that mold as far as a, a power back. I mean, you see him just creating big play after big play. And I don't think he plays against the best competition in Oklahoma, but when you don't play against the best competition, what do you need to do? Dominate it. How do you, you dominate? You know who else played bad competition touchdowns. in high school? You know who else yeah. played bad competition in high school? Derrick Henry. Yes. And you know what he did to it? He dominated it. I yes. mean, that that's the, that's the whole point, right? Is you're going to, you should rush for 3000 some yards when you play against bad competition in high school. Right. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. And I think, you know, to, to your point right now, now, um, the speed thing is that is that's my one question. I think he's got really nice feet. He's nimble. Yeah. He is a pure power back, though, right? And yes. he doesn't have the explosiveness that Kedron Young brings to the table, but he's a very nimble back. This is the kind of kid. So why do you recruit a rookie back like this, Ryan? Well, you know, you're a team that wants to be a very perimeter oriented passing team. You want to be able to run more RPOs. You want to be able to stretch the ball down the field. So. What's one way to really condense the defense and allow yourselves to to put defenses into a bind? You either have to, you know, put more guys in the box to stop this big old monster up the middle, or a Keedron Young, who's a, I mean, he's probably 215, 220 and explosive, right? Anthony Carey's two, Anthony Carey's built very much like a, a more muscular version of Logan Diggs, in my yeah. opinion. Those are all bigger backs that you have to you have to be you have to bring your your hard hat when you're going to face those guys on, especially when they get to college. 
And then that forces them to put in more numbers, which then allows you to stretch the field with the pass game more. And that's what a kid like this brings to the table. And, you know, I mean, you you see it here, right, Ryan? I mean, he runs through contact with ease. I mean, it's hard to break down. He's got great – he's got great contact balance. I mean, you just see it. He's his – this is a play right here. Like, look, this this play doesn't happen against – the talent Notre Dame will play, right? Like this is one of those ones you're like, yeah, this doesn't project, so to speak. But what do I like here? He never stops moving his feet ever, like ever. And that there are plays where that will help him on the next level that will translate and, and, uh, and help him at the next level. And so those are all traits that you look for and say, boy, this kid, this kid brings something to the table. He really does. And it's, it's about also matching up what you already have in the class. 2024, you have Aeneas Williams out of Missouri, Hannibal, Missouri, who is more of that all-purpose type back. You know, he's right around 200 pounds, but we know that he is a kid that catches the football well, can run a little bit outside, can run a little bit inside. He's got kind of that all-around skill set. I mean, he's literally rated as the top all-purpose back in 2024 by rivals, but now you're trying to find a back that complements that skill set. And I think that that's what Xavier Robinson could bring to the game. I think that's what Kedron Young could bring to the game. I think that's what Anthony Carey could even bring to the game. A bigger, more powerful back to go with the all-around skill set that Aeneas Williams has. I could see two, three years from now, if they get a Xavier Robinson or a Kedron Young, let's just say in this hypothetical, that that's your one-two punch, man. You got the power, and then you got a little bit of the finesse and a little bit more of the all-purpose action with Aeneas Williams as your main two backs. Like That's kind of what you're pushing for in this class is the size aspect because – now, now that Logan Diggs is no longer on the on the running back depth chart as well, Brian, Audrey Gestamay is going to be the guy. And if he has a big year, I doubt you see him in 2024 most likely. If you're a Notre guy. Dame fan, you, you're hoping – I mean, to me, and I know that some are going to disagree with me on this, Ryan, but if you're a Notre Dame fan, you you should be hoping that Audrey Gestamay goes pro after this year. Because if he doesn't, it means he didn't play well or he got hurt or the team was terrible. You know, I mean, so to me – I hope he goes pro because if he goes pro, it means he had a great year and the team was pretty good. That's what it means. And that's, that's where you really want to be. This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uh, can I give you some fun numbers, Ryan, just to kind of compare? Because I, I think that's stats. Is it his stats? Yeah, I want to I want to <laughs> give his stats just because I, I do think it's it's important to kind of point out, like, look. You know he he doesn't play against great competition, but you you want a guy that 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 like you said dominates that level of competition. So let let me give you let me give you some numbers here. So sure. he as a junior last season rushed for two thousand five hundred and ninety four yards, averaged nine point four yards per carry, and had thirty nine touchdowns. As a junior in high school, Derek Henry at Uli High School, who also played a very similarly not very good schedule. Uh, Rushed for 2,610 yards, 8.5 yards per carry, and had 34 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. So now here's here's why I wanted to bring that up. It's fun to compare that, right? But let me tell you what Derrick Henry's senior year stats 
Dude, his, his career numbers are just dumb. He was like 10,000 yards, right, or something like that. So his junior year, his 2,600 yards was his third straight 2,000-yard season, okay, because yep. he rushed for 2,465 as a freshman, 2,788 as a sophomore, 2,6,10 as a junior. Here's what Derrick Henry did as a senior. 4,261 yards. He carried the ball 462 times, averaged 9.2 yards per carry, and averaged 327.8 yards per game and had 55 rushing touchdowns. He ended his career with 12,124 yards, averaged 8.7 yards per carry on, on almost 1,400 carries and had 153 touchdowns. Just Dude. running. It's just running. It's just I, like, I, come on. The coaches said that ran it 460 times, man. That is that, that's malpractice, man. You're trying to hurt that kid at that point. 460 if, times. If, if you would have seen the competition he was going up against in high school, you would not have felt that way. Oh man, it was so many it was carries, he was always man. the biggest guy on the field. There, I mean, trust me, Ryan. I've seen a senior highlight film. He wasn't taking a lot of heavy content. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> telling you right now, he was he was delivering that content, but he was contact, but he was uh he was a, a special. And here's the other thing. In 1,397 carries, you know how many times Derrick Henry put the ball on the ground? In 1,397 career carries? Twice. Five times. Five okay. times. In, so, in four so years. Yeah. In four years, right? Yeah. On almost 1,400 carries, he, he did that. And, and he also had two passing touchdowns in high school. He had more passing touchdowns than he had receiving touchdowns. That's <laughs> he wild, only caught eight man. passes his whole career. He – because so, yeah. I mean, he he has looked like he does now, pretty much his entire high school career as well. I remember yeah. seeing him as a senior. I'm like, he looks like a linebacker in the NFL right now. Like yeah. he's massive, dude. Yeah. Like he's absolutely awesome. Derrick Henry returned one kick in high school, one 80 yard touchdown, ninety six, ninety six. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. ninety six. Anyway, I just it just, but I did want to show that comparison. That like, look, you you when a guy plays that, we're not saying this kid is Derrick Henry. He's not. No. Derrick Henry was a freak. Yes, and and Derrick Henry was fast. Right. I mean, that's the other thing, too. Is Derrick Henry. Yeah, he fast. went to the combine and ran like a four, five, two at 247 right. pounds. Like, yeah. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the point is what you, you want to see a guy when he plays against not great competition, absolutely obliterate it. And that's what yep. that's what Xavier Robinson does. And that's the important thing. That's 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 the thing that you want to see from from a kid like that, that that a school like Notre Dame is offering. You want to see absolute domination as a player. Yes, that's exactly what you get. I'm pretty sure he only had one kick return this year as well, Brian. It was for like 60-something yards. It wasn't mm-hmm. quite 96, but like still, you yeah. know, it's still pretty good stuff, man. Yeah. So that's Xavier Robinson again, running back out of Carl Alberts High School in the state of Oklahoma that was offered by Notre Dame last week. Last 2024 kid that we wanted to hit on that was offered this past week by Notre Dame was Anthony Robinson the third, who is a safety out of the state of Louisiana, listed 6'1", 190 pounds, this one's a very interesting one to me, Brian, because I, I I think that a fit conversation needs to happen here as far as how he would potentially fit with a couple other safeties that are on the board potentially for Notre Dame. But I'll be very honest, man. I loved his film. I did. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to breaking it down a little bit because this kid, it's funny that he plays in Louisiana because the person I kept thinking of when I was watching him was like, that guy looks like he's Jamal Adams as far as like how he's utilized, you know, like he's utilized – as a short zone guy a ton, a little bit of man coverage, but he's a second-level dude that it is, is there to make tackles. But then he can also do stuff like this where you're like, oh, there might be a little more speed there than I originally right. anticipated. Like some, A lot of sites of luck, man. And he was on a 14-0 Distrahan team this past year. If, that, was if that name sounds familiar to you fans, that's the home of Michael Young as well. Yes. So Notre Dame has recruited this high school before successfully. 
and it, it's a it's a good school, and they play against good competition. And he was very good, man, very good t- player for this team. I mean, you're going to see him. He plays almost like a rover in this defense. See, that's a lot of that's my thing, Ryan. When I see yes. him play and I see him run, he strikes me as more of a rover. Yeah. Now, when I say rover, I I, I view him a di- little differently than I do a Chris Cole or even a Teddy Rezac to a degree. Yeah, uh, but. He, to me, I, he, he strikes me as a guy that I, I don't know if I love the safety fit of him in this defense. I do really like the idea of him being a second-level player because, as you see, he's got really good second-level range. He can run. He's yes. a very good tackler. He's very instinctive. You can tell this kid is a smart football player from this film, Ryan. Yep. Uh, and, and But I also kind of feel like he runs more like a rover <laughs> than he does a, a, a pure safety. And that's that's my thing. We talk about the fit, Ryan, is – I kind of say, if you view him as a safety, him and Kennedy Erlacher play the game very similar, similarly. Yeah. Although I think Kennedy has a little bit more second, third level range. This kid is a pure downhill. Like, this is the kind of kid you put on your defense, Ryan, whether it's safety or rover, and he's just going to have 100 tackles. And you say, yeah. well, you know, you don't want your safety to have 100 tackles. I'm like, yeah, but do you see where most of his tackles happen? They're like at the line of scrimmage. Jamal Adams, man, I'm telling you. Like, exactly. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's going to be Jamal Adams. Yeah. What I'm saying is stylistically, he reminds me a lot of Jamal Adams. Like Jamal Gets Adams. downhill in a hurry. Yeah. Like Jamal yeah. could play from depth a little bit, but Jamal, what Jamal did best was he was a downhill striker, right? Like he played the alley. He played downhill. Yeah. That's what he brings to the game. Yeah. I'm interested to see what the measurables are as far as not the size, because I think that he's a legitimate six foot, six one, 190 plus pounds, like he's listed. Like he looks like that to me. But I'm interested to see because he does have a couple kick returns where I'm like, oh, a little more speed than maybe yeah, I Yeah, the long speed's good. Yeah, yeah, the long speed's good, Ryan. Which is which is what makes you think maybe he could be a third level guy because maybe that yeah. long speed would help him be a little bit more rangy on the back end. But it's just a lot of his game. And I've got to be careful too and take my own advice. What I tell I have a buddy of mine who who will watch a kid's film and he'll say, Well, I don't I don't think the kid can play something. I'm like, well, what makes you think is well, he never does it on film. I was like, Well, I was like, Tony, you know that just because he doesn't do it on film doesn't mean he can't he can't do it. It just means you don't know if he can do it. But you've got to be right. able to look at other things that you see on film. And and I've got to be careful with this kid to say, hey, just because he doesn't play on the third level a lot doesn't necessarily mean that he can't. So then I look at other yeah. things and I just, you know, a couple of the concerns I have, like when I watch Teddy Rezac, Ryan, I see a kid that flips his hips like a safety, right? It, it, you know, and with this kid, I don't. And that's my only, that's my only concern a little bit as i see a guy that that i don't know if he does necessarily flip his hips like a safety but i do see the long speed you're talking about yeah but here's the thing what he lacks and maybe some initial burst he makes up for because the kid diagnoses incredibly quickly in my opinion as a football player for a junior in high school this kid's diagnosis ability as a defensive player is really impressive and that's how you say well how does a guy that's not real fast be so productive and you're like because he knows where the ball's going to be all the time and yeah. You give him a head start. That's what you. That's what where football IQ can can sometimes overcome if you maybe you aren't an elite athlete to certain degrees. This yeah, kid has that, that. That's why high school to college is such an interesting one, Brian. I mean, because we're we're talking about a lot of kids. I mean, I just did an Oliver Miles breakdown as far as like a film that I just I put in Tempest. By the way, I talk about to tell you that but polar yes. opposites. <laughs> yes, complete polar well, opposites to this. Well, what kid. I was gonna what I was gonna say is that it's such a hard evaluation because. When you look at like Oliver Miles, for instance, 
Oliver Miles, you you don't have a single clip on his highlight tape of him being a run defender. You don't have a single Mm-mm. clip. You have some of him, obviously, in coverage, which is great. Some really nice stuff in coverage, actually. And but some really nice like, stuff chasing dudes down from behind where you see yes. speed. And, and he's an option, he, but he's an option quarterback in high right. school. Like That's what he is, man. No, so, like, no, no, Ryan. He's a track kid that plays football right now yes. is really what he pulls down to. 49-foot triple right. jumper, man. Just an absolutely right. insane. But it's like the Brandon Hillman effect a little bit, Brian. Even though you saw more of the safety traits on Hillman's tape, than what you see of like Oliver Miles, for instance, but it's like some of these kids are just asked to do so much right. that they're one, it's hard to evaluate it because they don't do something a lot for one. But in this kid's case, I do see some athleticism where I'm like, I think he could do more from depth than what he, they ask him to do. But it's just like, why would I ask him to do it when he does this? Right. Like right. when he does Cause, this. Because a high school, a high school head coach's job is to you know to develop kids for the next level, but it's his number two job. His number one job is to do what he has to do to for his high school team to be successful, right? I mean, you, the, the best coaches do both, right? And so if this kid helps you be a dominant team in the second level and you're putting him in the slot, and I mean, he, it's not like we don't have coverage film of him flipping his hips. We do. Yeah, we do. He's just doing it from a, you know, from a different kind of position in a different type of place. But uh, he's a solid football player. There, there's He's very smart. That's the thing I do like about him. He's very smart. Yeah. He needs to work on his press technique based on that <laughs> clip right there. Got left well, whiffed on that one, but good pursuit. To, to your point, though, man, that the number one obligation for the coaches at his school are to win football games. They went 14 and 0, won a state championship. So it worked. Right. It worked. Right. At the end of the day, it worked. Right. And they, used and, right and they constantly send kids to the next level. So they're doing their job there, too. Right. I mean, that's that's a part of it. And so, uh, you know, there's some stuff to like there, Ryan. There, there's no doubt. But again, it's a just continue to expand the board. Why not go after a kid like this? Maybe you don't have a shot at him. I mean, you see, he's. He's projected, you know, favored to go to Ole Miss and other places. But look, you have zero chance to to get a kid if you never go after him. I mean, that that that's uh, rocket science. I know that no one's going to understand what I'm saying there. I say sarcastically, right? But it's serious. I mean, that was always the big complaint we had with the previous staff was like, how do you know you can't get that kid, right? I mean, you, you miss it, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? right? I mean, but it's it's just okay, Mister Cliche. But, hey, man, it's Michael Jordan, baby. It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, there's no doubt. But it's just one of those things where yeah, Blake Ham's right there with you, Ryan. He's right there with you. He copied But it's just me, one of Blake, those things where, where, where why, now, you, you have to be careful that you don't spread yourself so thin that you can't spend enough time developing the relationships because on the board. But that's not the case here. I mean, the safety board's not that big. Right. Where you can't do that. So so I like this offer. I do. Is, is like he the, Does he shoot to the top of my board at safety? No. If you were to somehow get this kid in the class, is this a good football player? Absolutely. It's a good football player, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's there's some stuff to like there. But it's it's a, it's about expanding the board is really what it comes down to. Because you have guys that, that you like, DeJuan Lane, Davis Andrews, guys like that that are, that are not in decision-making mode right this second. Right. Know, they're going to take their visits. They're going to do those things. So, so you're just going to sit back and wait till you get them or miss them, and then then hope you can get involved with some of these kids that have taken a bunch of visits other places before you even got on them. I, I like the strategy; it's a smart strategy, and I like what the staff is doing. They're 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 grinding, man. I mean, Ryan, you saw it on the the. We have an article at IrishBreakdown.com of of where the coaches are. They're on the road yep. today. Yep. I mean, dude, they're out putting in work today. They're seeing a bunch of 2025 kids. You know, going to see the number one offensive lineman in the country down in Carolina. You got two coaches going out to modern day today. 
Yes. You got three coaches out in California today. They're going all over and they're putting in the work and they're getting out and, and, and seeing kids. They're out in Oklahoma today. Speaking of Oklahoma, checking out the high school of Nate, uh, Nate Roberts, who yep. is a dude at tight end, uh, CJ name. Nixon. Yeah, he does. He does. So, and you're going to keep saying that every single time. We every every time good. there's a riot it's or a Roberts, good. man. Every it's all time. good. But yeah. I like what they're doing now. They just got to close on the top players. That's the key, right? That's going to be the, that's going to be the main thing. And 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 I I think as we as we look back at this, some of these offers were some people aren't going to love, and some they're going to like. And I just like the fact that they're working, and then we can kind of we can kind of get into we can kind of get into aspects of okay, should this be a guy they take or not? And that's part of the fun of the conversation. But very intriguing players have been offered lately, Ryan. I'll, I'll say that. There have been some they very have. intriguing offers. And you can go to you can go to irishbreakdown.com because, again, I had a recruiting roundup this morning. We hit on three of the tw- – well, we hit all three of the 2024 kids that were offered this past week. But there were a total of nine, including Julian Lewis, who is the – Expected to be top player in 2026, quarterback out of Carrollton High School in the state of Georgia. So make sure to go check out that piece. We're going to get into a mailbag next. Before we do, though, start flooding in those questions and be in front of in front of the questions in the chat. We'll be able to distinguish that very quickly. Before we move on, though, if you could just hit that like button for us. Appreciate you. Don't go anywhere because we still got another segment to get into here. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the podcast. Five-star reviews. That notification bell at the bottom of the screen. Hit that because we have a bunch more shows this week. Me and Brian will be here every single day, one o'clock Eastern time. I, 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 I'm taking uh, Thursday off. Are you? Yes. Oh, nice. It's the first time in my life I've taken my birthday off and decided I'm not going to work. Nice. So that's awesome. That'll oh, change if a kid com- really? Yeah, that'll wow. change if a kid commits. Obviously, because you know, but which I don't. I, I'm not expecting one to to right now. But yes, I'm. I'm taking Thursday off. Yes. I need it because you know, right? You know, I need a break, dude. I, you know, that. I get it, man. And, I get it. And uh, I just want to, you know, what it is, man. I want to, I want to uh, do what I've always dreamed of doing. It's that scene from Office Space, like what you do this weekend. Absolutely nothing. It was everything I thought it would be. Yes. that's what I want to do on Thursday. I just want to awesome, do nothing. I'm gonna sit down, relax, read. I want to read a book. You know, how long it's been since I read a book? I love reading books, so I'm just gonna chill. Yeah. May even I, go mow the lawn a little bit. Just relax. Man, I then, yeah. I haven't read a book in a long time, man, which is funny because I was an English literature major and I used to read all the time and now I just don't have time anymore. <laughs> so to your point. But yes, yeah. er, er, happy early birthday to Brian. Yeah, thank so you. I see a bunch of people flooding. I'm going to go to Hanayori. My wife's going to – I'm going to go to Hanayori. It's my uh, – it's a Japanese steak house right here that I absolutely love. We're going to go there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Japanese steak. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds yeah. Good, Nathan right? Milton says, let my hair down. I, I I don't know if that's really <laughs> something I can do, buddy. <laughs> Maybe for next year. You're going to start growing it now that you let it down next yeah. year. I love but, the quote. The quotes start jumping in from the uh, from the from people from that movie. Ricky Carnes missing work. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. It's <laughs> a, a great movie. That's funny. That's funny. Great movie. Great. But movie. Like I said, like buttons. Hit that notification bell. Subscribe to the podcast if you're not already. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, five-star reviews are very much appreciated. That's going to include this section of the Notre Dame Recruiting Hour. 